Oxygen levels of coronavirus patients remotely after clinicians at the Royal Melbourne Hospital developed a platform that monitors symptoms at home. Dr Martin Dutch, consultant emergency physician at the Royal Melbourne Hospital. Doc, good morning to you. Good morning. So what sort of patient is going to be monitored at home? So um, the interesting thing about uh, coronavirus is that, that not everyone who gets it gets really unwell. Perhaps as many as 80% of people who get it have a mild illness and uh, don't require hospital admission at all. So we're focusing on, on people who present early to hospital with coronavirus, uh, who we don't know whether they'll be part of the 20% of people who in the following week of illness require admission for treatment, or maybe they're the 80%, they're the 80% who can stay at home. What we're hoping to do is give them the monitoring pack and enrol them in a special program that we've set up which will mean that uh, the hospital will be contacting them via their mobile phone twice a day to check in with us and let us know how they're progressing. Okay, so presumably that is more efficacious than just waiting for their symptoms to get worse. In other words, can the monitoring tell them that they're about to get worse? Yeah, that's one of the the very unusual things about this illness is is what our, our experience both here in Australia, but also very sadly very extensive experience overseas shows us that uh, for the patients who do, who do get worse than often in their second week of illness they, they their lungs begin to deteriorate before they feel any worse so the, the idea here is that we have a, a machine that we give to them a very simple machine that just fits on their finger um, that reads off the level of oxygen that's that's flowing around through their through their blood. Now, those machines have been around for a long time now. They've come down in price very substantively, which means that we're able to uh, give them to patients to take home. Um, but, but I suppose what we're doing is we're, we're developing a system that, that is uh, automated that means that the hospital can, can contact them through their mobile phone and they can sort of log in with the hospital and share with us their progress. And we can identify those patients who aren't travelling as we hope they would. How do, I, how do I operate this machine? Can you tell me what, what, what I'd have to do hands-on-wise? Yeah, certainly. Well, the first thing is you don't need to stress about it because it, it's, it's truly one of the simplest machines out there. Uh, literally, it's like a clothes peg that you'd hang your clothes up with uh, that sits on the tip of your finger, and it gives you two numbers. Um, one is your oxygen level, and one is uh, your pulse rate or heart rate. Um, and uh, all you need to do is you'll receive an SMS. You'll receive an SMS from the hospital when it's uh, when it's time to to log in and let us know how you're going. And it'll say what is what does the big number say, what does the little number say. Send them back to us, and you just reply to the text message, and you're done. That's not like one of those uh, 24-hour blood pressure monitors that squeezes the life out of you every 30 minutes. Absolutely not. This is this is uh, this is very non-intrusive. This is uh, it takes only a handful of seconds. It just uh, you you plug it on to the end of your finger, um, and uh, it gives you an answer within within about ten seconds. Doesn't doesn't squeeze firmly or anything like that. It's 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 quite uh, the patients that we've enrolled in the program so far have found it um, really reassuring to know that the hospital is um, is joining them at home to to keep an eye on how things are travelling. Right, a few um, a few questions from slightly left field, but I don't think you'll mind them too much. Um, of course, the initial fear with the COVID nineteen pandemic was that our intensive care units would be overrun, and that we'd have to make difficult choices about who got treated first. 
Have you got at Royal Melbourne any COVID-19 patients currently in ICU? Look, uh, you've actually caught me before I've gone in for the morning. <laughs> um, so, so uh, unfortunately, I can't tell you today exactly what's going on. But, but you know, we're a big hospital and on average we'll have uh, one or two patients uh, in our hospital at any, any time with COVID-19. Uh, okay. And do you... Um, on a, any given day, would you have at least one person attending saying, could you test me for COVID-19? Oh, goodness me. We have we have far more than just uh, one person attending requesting testing for, for COVID-19. We're one of a, a, a series of, of hospitals, but also there's even a large network of community testing centres now where people can be tested for COVID-19. But um, we were one of the first screening sites where people with... Uh, uh, with symptoms could present to and ask for screening. And uh, over the last couple of months, we've, we've tested over 7,000 Victorians for, for COVID-19. So, and what so it, many uh, people. Would it be an accurate guess to say of those 7,000 tests that over 99% of them would be negative? It's like you know the numbers. Yeah, so, so, so we think that our positive rate is, is well and truly under, under 2%. Yeah, that's right. Doc, um, very nice to have a chat with you and thanks for your continued uh, work on all our behalves. Well, well, thank you for all of your listeners because all of this social distancing has meant that um, these sort of programs, getting more intensive care beds, building more laboratory capacity and, and building systems like this to help monitor patients at home, uh, all of these things take time to, to set up and, uh, and it's time that the community's brought us as far as uh, uh, flattening the curve and adopting... Uh, social distancing so thank you to your listeners would you have anticipated doc that at this stage which is wednesday the june the third that victoria would have had at least one day of zero new cases uh, the, the only thing that i've learned uh in, in the last few months is that uh, i can't anticipate very much to be honest with you this is this is a, this is an ever-changing uh, um condition and, and situation so uh it's difficult to predict the future Doc, nice to t chat with you. Dr Martin Dutch, emergency physician at the Royal Melbourne Hospital. Uh, Michaela has had a pie. Um, it's 21 after 7. Scorcher has just had a margarita pizza and three dim sims.